Hey there, welcome to the second episode of season eight, which is all about delegating, admin, and getting virtual help. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about finding what gives you joy and delegating the rest. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. Hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about finding what gives you joy and delegating the rest, right? So in last week's episode, I talked about nobody can do it as good as I do, you know, the perfectionism that keeps us from getting the right help. This episode will help you organize what you do in such a way that balances strengths with activities that give you joy. Plus, it will inspire you to bust through any resistance you have to getting things done. Now, it's challenging to find the right activities you should be doing when you're building a business of you, which is 1000% you. But remember that running a business of you does not mean you (laughs) have to do it all yourself, right? So the you part is about culture. It's about what gives you the most joy. It's about you giving yourself permission to run your business the way you want, earn the income you want, and work with the clients you want to work with. That sounds pretty good, right? Well, that's how I want to run my business, I'll tell you. Now, the rest you need to figure out what to do with. Things you're not great at, things you don't want to do. And I'm going to be talking about a matrix tool that will help you organize it all so you know what tasks you can offload through delegation, automation, or elimination. In next week's episode, my guest is Sean Rosensteel, uh, and he wrote The School of Intentional Living. He briefly touches on a modified decision matrix that's focused on viewing tasks and the things you need to get done through the lens of what gives you the most or least joy. His book is very good and will definitely help you get better organized, and I highly recommend it. In this episode, however, I'm going to walk you through a hybrid exercise of the Eisenhower decision matrix and what Sean talks about regarding what I'll call the joy matrix. In the Eisenhower matrix, you have four quadrants. This is a great tool, okay? You can just Google it if you want to see some videos or whatever, if you're unfamiliar with it. And you'll find all kinds of images, videos, resources, you name it. But for now, I'll just walk you through, you know, the four quadrants, the basic intention of it. There's a lot of variations of it. You know, it's obviously going to be the foundation for this conversation. The two on the top, so it's like four boxes together, right? So if you drew a big box and drew a line down the middle and a line left to right. So you got four quadrants. The two on the top are categorized as important and the two on the bottom are categorized not important. If you're already familiar with the Eisenhower matrix, I'll make this brief, so hang tight. The top left quadrant is important and urgent. You need to do it ASAP yourself. The top right quadrant is important but not urgent, so the goal is to schedule it. And the bottom left quadrant is not important but urgent, so you need to delegate it. 
And then the final bottom right quadrant is not important, not urgent. And this is where you can clean house and simply eliminate it. And you know, it's amazing when you sit down and like list all the things you do on a daily basis, how much you can actually dump in that last quadrant. It's like, why am I doing this? I don't even need to be doing this. It's crazy. When I sit down and do this matrix, it's, I just, it's like such a, a huge aha moment. It's like, no wonder I'm not getting stuff done. Now, there are many variants of this model, including the joy model that Sean Rosenstiel will talk about in the next episode next week, where you modify the Eisenhower decision matrix based on the joy factor, which actually is pretty cool. And, you know, I'm all about having a enjoyable and enjoyable experience as you build your business, right? You don't want to be so overburdened with work that you forget to have fun in what you do. So when you add in the joy factor, the matrix becomes even clearer. And if you run, you know, if you're out to run a lifestyle business that's a thousand percent you, I'm sure you want some joy in your experience, as I was just saying, not just for you, but for your clients and everyone your 1000 percent touches. So there is an effective tool and spin on the tool, which is what I was referring to with what Sean's going to get into next week that will help you figure some things out. But here's the reality. <laughs> and often what we do is that we don't take the time to use the tool or a tool that helps us be more efficient and extract more enjoyment from our work. Now, let me ask you this. When you claim you don't have enough time to do something, like a task, project, a chore, whatever it may be, is it because you really don't have the time or is it because you simply just don't want to do it? I mean, it's that simple, right? When you complain about being too busy, not having enough time, not getting stuff done, why is that? Now, this is where I'm kind of asking you to do a little self-examination, right? Look at the excuses you're making and examine why you're making them. Ask yourself, do I want to do this? And if the answer is no, ask yourself why. Often we just say no and we stop, right? And then we justify it with some lame excuse. But ask yourself why. Why don't I want to do this? Why don't you want to do it? Is it because you don't know how? Do you fear what will happen if you do it and you don't get the result you want when it's done? Is it because you're lazy? Is it because you doubt your worthiness to receive what's on the other end of that thing getting done? Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. Are you feeling so burdened with busy work that you're not getting the important stuff done in your business? Well, as we're uncovering in this season, you don't have to do everything. As a coach once said to me, the thing must be done, but it doesn't have to be done by you. The great thing about making decisions about how you run your business is that you can choose what to do yourself and what to automate, outsource, or eliminate. But if you're not sure where to start, let's talk it through together. Book a call with me at pappychat.com and I will help you clarify a plan on how you can get the help you need. That's P-A-P-P-Y-C-H-A-T.com. Let's get you focused on what gives you joy through expressing your 1000% and offload the stuff you don't want to do so you can make more runway for your business to grow. Here's a 1000% me example from my own business. Throughout my 15 years being in business for myself, I've always struggled with sales. See right there how I have a story about it? My story being that I struggle with sales? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I won't go into super detail as to why or how that came into being. 
as it just perpetuates the story I have about sales, right? So I don't want to do that. But what I want to tell you here is the excuses I kept coming up with to keep me from being in action around selling. They ranged from perfecting my products, tweaking my website copy, um, uh, back and forth hesitation of who I would reach out to, uh, crafting dozens of iterations of outreach email copy, taking care of my existing clients, and on and on and on. Now, these excuses, which I totally sold myself on, by the way, kept me from selling. They kept me out of an experience that scared and intimidated me and triggered all of the negative conditioning I compiled from when I was young. The more I thought about selling and that I wasn't being in action about it, the more I beat up on myself for not doing it. And the more I reinforced my story that I wasn't good at sales and that I didn't like selling, it just perpetuated itself over and over and over. It just kept reinforcing that story. Now, my business suffered as a result of my paralysis, story, and excuses to back up that story. But let me tell you what, it has nothing to do with capability. Because when I get on the phone with a prospective client, and engage in a conversation about their solopreneur business. I totally shine. Some of the best conversations happen when I'm selling, but really it's helping my prospect to get clear on what they need. And as a result, I get business. So in my example, I saw the outcome of being in action around sales. I got business. It's easy. When you get on sell, you get business. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> one and one equals two, right? I built relationships. I got my name out there. I learned what my ideal clients were struggling with, which was hugely valuable when it came to creating any kind of marketing message, by the way. Yet with all of these positive outcomes that I intellectually knew I could achieve when I was in action, the resistance was still there. The excuses still flowed. The rationalizations and justifications for not being in action popped up everywhere. At any time, I can sit down and use the Eisenhower matrix to figure out my time and tasks in spite of the head trash and story that will always be present in my thinking. And that's why I love this tool, right? It shows me point blank. I've learned so many things about my actions and behaviors and what I'm doing on a daily basis when I you know, start to lag on my sales. I just whip out that Eisenhower matrix and I lay everything out and I'm like, uh, where's sales on this Eisenhower matrix, right? This is something I should be doing, right? Over here, it should be in the first square up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a, uh, duh. <laughs> so you got to do that for yourself when you're a solopreneur. You kind of got to whip yourself into shape because nobody else is going to do it. So here's the key. You simply have to push your way through any story that's keeping you from being 1000% you from performing, from putting yourself out there, from getting stuff done that you know you should be doing, from loving your business and giving it a fighting chance to become what it has the potential of becoming, from living your best life as a solopreneur. To wrap up, my advice is this. Use the tool that works for you. Give yourself the gift of organization and be in action now. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get 
with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.